episode three of For the Record podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Snyder, as always. Wow. Um, today, I'm here with my good friend and um, former boss, you I can guess. T- you can say mentor. Mentor? Yeah, yeah. you're definitely um, a mentor. I'm like your Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, I didn't introduce you yet. Uh, we're here with Ryan, uh, aka Gooch Nelson, um, and he is a part of Gooch and the Motion, who actually just recently played at Rowan. We did. So, Ryan, Gooch, do you want to talk I, a little I'm, bit about that? I'm pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited. Uh, I listened to the first episode. I know you're mad at me for not listening to the second episode yet, <laughs> but you know, I really want to hear all about the Kanye talk. But yeah, we just did that thing at Rowan. I'm sorry you couldn't make it. I know you were working because you're a working girl. Yeah, unfortunately. And, uh, working my life away. Yeah, but that's okay. That's what you do. But I'm making that bread. We got to yeah. pay rent. We got bills to pay. As Jay-Z would say, can't knock the hustle. Yeah, right. But, yeah. Sometimes you got to work a little so you can ball a lot. Tom Haverford, Parks uh, and Rec. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. That, what's he always say? Uh, treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. And I will. I and I shall. Yeah, yeah. Well... <laughs> Yeah, the Rowan thing went great. We did our uh, our annual benefit concert that we always do there for Access and Inclusion Week, and we go and we play and we raise money for music therapy scholarship. And uh, do, have you met um, what's his name? I'm a little, I'm a little up in the air right now. What's his name? He's gonna kill me. Uh, Charlie. Charlie Rickles wears a yellow jacket, has little glasses. I don't think so. No. He's kind of. Looks like he might be Asian. Hopefully he is because. If he hears this, I don't want to be offended. <laughs> he's saying he looks Asian, but it does look like he might be somewhat Asian with some descent. But anyway, he's a really cool kid, and uh, he won the scholarship last year. And you know, I had to write an essay and do some things. And Rowan has a committee that picks it and stuff. I just donate the money. I let them pick it. They let me have a little say, but not yeah. that much. But anyway, um, he won it last year, and then started a whole music therapy club. Oh, that's and awesome. Now there's like 20 people in it. And then he nice. won it again this year. He won the scholarship oh, again really? this year. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's cool that I've been able to help him. Yeah. And like, so that's what my foundation does, and that's what the concert's all about. So That's kind of cool that he got picked again because it's like yeah, you the, know he's actually going to do something mm-hmm. with the money. You know he's going to you know actually use yeah. it to help people. and, and <laughs> At like, first? At first, I was like, "What? Like he won it again? Like yeah, uh, it seems like a little like no, but he's killing it. But like, yeah, if he if he's really like using that money to its best potential and putting it to good use, then I think there's no problem with that because it's like he's definitely getting stuff done rather than giving it to someone who like wouldn't do anything really well, special just, with it. They just like uh, have you seen the medical centers? I haven't seen them yet, but apparently no. they've opened medical centers over at, at Rowan. Not medical. I don't know what you call it. Or like, the new like, Inspira? Yeah, like, well, no, 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 not the new Inspira, but like they, they have like a medical, like, teaching unit now where they're teaching all oh, kinds of Oh, no, like, I didn't like even realize Rowan that. Is, Rowan is becoming like a med school now. Yeah, well, that's what, like, um, I'm pretty sure the new Inspira, this is like off topic. Right, a right, bit, no, no, but no. The new Inspira is being used um, as like a. Okay. Like, so, like, kids can do their Go, residencies, residencies there, yeah, like that kind of thing. So, I yeah. was just talking about that. So it's, it is beautiful. I mean, it's yeah. a really nice looking. 
fucking hospital. Honestly. I can't wait to get sick and go there. <laughs> like, next time I'm sick, I'm like, like I'm, wow, I'm it's, it'll there. be a treat. It's like a luxurious hotel almost. It is. It is. I heard the maternity ward is like super homey. I don't know. I heard it on a commercial. But <laughs> they said they said it was like home home decor or something. They used some like weird word. Really nice though because like hospitals can be so scary and especially for people who like yourself like you're in and out of them a lot and um it's just like you know you want to feel like somewhat at home if you can well i'll tell you so i was injured it'll be 16 years ago this january so that's a lot of years and i was just having this conversation with somebody um for those listening who don't know i'm a c7 quadriplegic and I broke my neck, so I'm in a wheelchair, and I've been in a wheelchair for 16 years. And what's crazy is, like, when I was at that rehab hospital, it's in Philly, and visiting hours were from 4 to 8. So I was there by myself, like, all, all day. day. It was yeah. like prison. It felt like prison. It felt I can't like imagine. incarceration because you would just wake up. They'd draw your blood at, like, 5 in the morning. Every morning, wake you up to draw your blood. You'd go to, like, breakfast at 8. Then you'd have to go to therapy at 10. Then you had a class that would, like, teach you something weird, like, about your body. or about Because right. you're in this whole new situation. They're like, You have this to be is, able to, like, like learn understand. to mentally deal with it. Yeah, not only mentally, but just, like, physically what like, the, the fuck is going yeah, on with my body. Yeah. yeah. So, long story short, it was just, like, um, music therapy was something I always looked forward to when I was up there. Because this lady would come in and just play guitar, and I would play some bongos or like harmonica, or just like and vibe out and do something that kind of broke up the monotony of the yeah. same old, same old. So, like that's that's kind of like the mission right now for for what I'm doing, and you know, it's and then, it's great though. Like we need that music is so healing. It's so it universal is. to everyone, and like you know, anything can be music really. Well, it's I mean, just it's like there's two sides of it. There's like. The side that we all know, like, songs make us feel good. So, right. Like, when I'm sad, I put on my favorite song and it makes me happy. And you don't really think about it. But then there's also, like, all kinds of science to it and stuff like that. Like, I know when I'm jamming on stage, they've they've studied brainwaves of, like, musician, musicians when they're improving and jamming. And, like, every part of their brain is firing. So, for me, it's like, I, I don't even have the capacity to feel the pain in my body. Because I'm trying to think about what everybody's playing, the lyrics what's coming up and all that all that good stuff so yeah that's crazy it I is never really crazy. thought about it like that I guess it's like such a distraction like it's such a release I guess yeah I mean you play music and yeah you know it's that's a release true. for you not, right not like as well but <laughs> I've seen your emo videos on, on, oh on my Instagram. god jeez I'm all sad right. sad girl in college sad girl storm. hours yeah. <laughs> they're real people seasonal well, depression is a real thing yeah I'm sad and <laughs> I'm on Instagram and let's play a song <laughs> and here it is here's my shitty cover of <laughs> whatever yeah. I learned this week that's, yeah. I recorded immediately <laughs> I miss that though like that's the one thing about my hands being paralyzed is I, I play differently now, so I play slide right. guitar. So it's like, I miss just being like, oh, that's a cool song. I want to like go on there and just like learn it real quick and play yeah. my own version of it. But like, uh, so what's, so what else is I've been seeing any good shows lately? Like seeing any good concerts? You been to any good concerts? Me, um, honestly. So you went to John Mayer? Was that the last one you went to? Uh, no, I went to, okay, so I went to John Mayer in the summer. That rocked. That was awesome. Oh, wait, I just saw the Black Keys. Who am I, what yeah, am I, you your dad. what am I talking about? Yeah, me and my dad went to the Black How Keys. How was that? It was actually sick. Um, my dad bought the tickets back in, um, back in like the winter, I think, when the tour was first announced. But then um, the day of the show, my dad is like, 
has this program he's like signed up for it's called vet ticks like for veterans and he gets like discounted tickets to like sports games and whatever else um shout out veterans it was just veterans day so did you see my post um i didn't oh wait i posted and i was like happy veterans day by the way we need to do better because every military discount is shit it's like three percent like i texted my friend buckley and i was like hey bud happy veterans day go get yourself three percent off for frozen yogurt (laughs) right like like it's good. Yeah, it's kind of fucked. But anyway, especially because, yeah, whatever. You were like, saying, there's your, a dad, lot of your, dad got, your, your dad but, got the vet. Yeah, so um, vet ticks. My dad gets discounted tickets all the time. So the day of the show, there were still tickets available. So they were being sold through this um, mm. program or through this website. And they were literally like, I think, $15 for 100 level tickets. What? Yeah, because it was like a whole section that the website had like bought out that hadn't been sold yet or like hadn't been bidded for because like that's what people do they bid for tickets and then um and then like the day of the show if they're not sold the the prop the price drops drastically and so my dad just bought the upper level tickets because they were so cheap and we went we had a great time it was awesome um yeah he was telling me something about like you guys got down close for the encore yeah so well there was two openers modest mouse was one of the openers and then um i forget the other one making sure your voice is playing you're spinning in your chair oh <laughs> sorry i'm for, like for listeners i'm at like home, all over the if place you hear right Sarah's now kind of sound like she's wavy it's because she's spinning in her chair <laughs> it's okay i'll equal it out okay um just checking this is dumb. But anyway, um, your dad... Okay, I got you. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll cut this part out, <laughs> yeah. but it's fine. Um, but anyway, yeah, so there's two openers. I forget what the name... The one girl that opened, I forget her name. I want to say it was like... Something Wilson was her last name. I want to say it was like Ariel or something. I don't know. But she was really cool. No, maybe it was like Jackie. I don't know. I don't freaking know. But... <laughs> Shout out, shout out to her. Remember. I followed her on Spotify, so I'll have to like go back and look through my followers or look who I'm following because I know I followed her. But um, she was really cool and her voice was awesome. And I think she had like a really good um, like just stage, stage presence. presence. Yeah, she really like was working the crowd and the crowd was really digging it. So that was cool to see. And then Modest Mouse played. Um, I I don't really listen to them i'm indifferent about them <laughs> i don't I am, really I am care as well. yeah, yeah. it's just like well they had that one song that loopy lupe fiasco sampled it and turned it into a rap song kind of made it better honestly in my opinion but uh that's a good point i love lupe fiasco yeah the, I, you know um the show goes on by lupe fiasco yeah, samples yeah, yeah. uh float on by modest mouse that's a good point float on that's what the song yeah. is yeah did they play that yeah, I guess it would be shitty if they if you went there. And it's they like that's like that. their one and it's only. Like everyone's here it's to like, hear that song. It's yeah, like, uh, it's like well, I know that one. We're we're, <laughs> uh, we're playing a show with uh, Michael. I think his name is Gilblocky. I'm not sure how to say his last name, mm. but but he's the lead singer of Rusted Root. Okay. And they have that that hit song. Send me on my way, on my way. Oh, send me on okay. Way, on my way. Yeah. And, and uh, we opened them. We opened for them. See, I, you said Rusted Root, and I was like, who? Yeah, who? <laughs> yeah, but you knew the but song. then you said the song, and I was like, oh, right. So like we, uh, my old band, Sixty One North, we opened for them one time at a show. And we stayed for their show, and their show was really good and everything. But they're like, all right, we're, we're it's getting late. Like we need to go, but like 
we want to hear on my way. Song, we want like, to hear send me on my way. One we know. So of course they, you know, obviously <laughs> they probably smart. Did that they as, like, do it the last song, yeah. yeah like and it's like, we, like literally, we were walking out of the place. Like we we're like, I right, fuck this. Like it's getting late. I'm tired. Just, we just I can't, gotta go. Can't do it anymore. It's good. As we're walking out, they're like, do 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 do. I was like, oh no. And then we all just started like jamming out. We're like, yeah, that's fun. But. Well, yeah, that's what, so the Black Keys, they came out finally, and they had an awesome light show, honestly, they're, like, the lights yeah. made half of it, like, yeah. so much better, um, and they had, like, these that's drop sick. down, like, like, almost looked like, um, kind of like a chandelier hanging yeah. from the stage, it was really cool, and then, um, they kind of played, um, not like their full songs, but it kind of like went medleys like like again, yeah, yeah medleys like they have a lot of hits mood. like and they have yeah, a lot of good they songs. really do um honestly and then they did have an encore they had a three song encore and they did two their two new singles uh what did they do low high and yeah. go as their encore and then they ended with she's long gone which is uh, off of their brother's album and it's not it was never a single and it wasn't really that popular of a song i love that song but like yeah. it wasn't a single off the album or anything like a lot of people don't know that song i feel like unless you like have listened to the full album yeah and so it was dope to I see them dad, end with that I think your dad was saying like some people had dipped too so you were able to like move move down the yeah front, right? so we did so like uh after the they like finished the first set or whatever and people started leaving and like it's like okay obviously they're gonna do an encore the house lights didn't come on like just sit down sit your asses in the seat people don't even wait like, anymore it's I mean ridiculous. a lot of people I feel like leave because of traffic, traffic and stuff but like honestly traffic That's is never true. that bad getting out of the Wells Fargo because it's all regulated and there's so many exits like you're fine I feel like people get into the, the traffic and they just wait in traffic where I'm like I just wait in my car yeah. and let everyone leave and yeah. then I go <laughs> yeah like, exactly then it's so much easier like that's what I used to do like when I worked at BB&T over the summer I like, no hurry just wait just yeah yeah, just sit in your car and chill for a minute and wait till everyone clears out. But anyway, so yeah, so um, everyone started leaving after they went off stage. They came back for the encore. Me and my dad ran down to the bottom of the 100 level section. So we were like right at where the stage started. So it was really cool. We got to see the encore, That's like the last three songs, like pretty close. Um, so that was that was really cool. And and yeah, good good bonding event with my dad. I literally drank. <laughs> two beers and was like just in that perfect rocking. two beers like, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like ooh cause it was like the 16 ounce Coronas and you know I hadn't eaten a lot that day so <laughs> I That's was like feeling, your dad, your dad's good, good people your dad's good taste in music too <laughs> yeah the, the, I wish that you could have been at that Maggie Rogers show though oh we man I know a lot was, of my friends went to that I'm that, very jealous yeah it gave me like it gave me a renewed faith in the youth of our nation I was yeah, like these Maggie kids Rogers are so nice out different. here like yeah, like she all her is, fans are really cool. Yeah, she is really cool, and, and she is so talented. It's crazy. And I've I've never been to the Skyline, uh, or whatever. Oh, the, the Man Center. Scene. Yeah, yeah. I've been in the Man, but I've never been to the Skyline. I stage. I haven't either, honestly. It's like up in the woods, and uh, there's like the trees are all lit up, and I That's had the so perfect cool. mix of like an edible and a little bit of moonshine and I don't know. It's like very witchy yeah, like it, it vibes was, it was. up in, the, then, up in then, the trees. And then the friend I was with, she left to go to the bathroom or go somewhere for 20 minutes. So I was like, I'm going to go wander through the trees and through, <laughs> through all the kids and see see what's going on with this. And like, yeah, I got to dance with like really cool people and I was like, you know, a guy with a cape and he danced around and 
I don't know. It's pretty trippy. <laughs> it's pretty trippy. Like I think you would have good enjoyed, vibes. Good vibes all around. I think you would have enjoyed it. So like, I, I yeah, I wanted to go. But, like how do I how do I get people to do that at my shows? It's right, very like, different. Yeah, you gotta have that witchy energy. I guess I gotta. You're get, not, so you gotta charge your crystals or something. You're not doing the right thing. I don't know. I mean, some of my stuff, some of my newer stuff that I'm doing has, like, uh, it's almost like sampled. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like eventually, if I got to the point where I can start like putting in the samples with the music, that would really get get the crowd going more. When are when are we gonna hear some new music from you? When are we expecting this? New new album is out in March. All right. Um, you know, we're still tweaking a few things. We were gonna right. release it at the end of this year, but we were like. I, I did my, I released my first album in like November and it was it's just like a dead time there's not a lot of shows yeah so um March 6th we're gonna be releasing the new album cool. March 7th will be our album release, release party, party at nice. City Winery in Philly which is oh, like a yeah. brand new venue cool and it's really cool and then um I'll have um, to make sure I request off for that day yeah dude I definitely want it's come a Saturday there. so alright um, as long as you're not I know you work like all different days especially when waitressing you're waitressing so it's yeah. probably like weekends or yeah gotta just put in that RO you know I know get how get that is. request off life oh yeah that's what I'm saying put in three months ahead of time yeah and then I'll the week fine. of your boss would be like you never put in for this yeah no I'll put it <laughs> put it in like you gotta put it in like the week before or yeah. not at all or like I don't know it's actually like a lot it's like put a lot of stress off of me to make the release next year right because I was like when as I was making the album I I knew not to put a time like restraint on myself and be like oh I need to have it done by this certain date and then put the date out there and then like work my ass off to get it done that works sometimes I guess for some things but like yeah but for I a feel creative like it kind project, of hurts yeah it hurts the creative process a yeah. little bit too because you're on such a time crunch you're yeah. like okay ideas ideas yeah. like what am I gonna do and then you just kind of sometimes the pressure can help I feel like churn out like a really good idea right. that you're like oh damn like that's good yeah um I'm gonna run with this but then other times you just crack under the pressure and put out like a half-ass project yeah like I just feel lucky that I'm I'm on the Blackbird label with Joe Niccolo because he lets shout me shout out yeah shout out to Uncle Joey because he lets me come up there and just do just be creative because it's different when like say you write a song at home or something like that and then you're like you teach your bandmates the song and then you're like alright guys we've got two and a half hours of recording time and it's you know forty dollars yeah, an hour we gotta get and it. like so we're gonna do this this and this and we get in there and then they flick the light on and you're like all right i'm recording i have to get it done because if i don't get it done like this and you just start to like fuck with your head yeah so like when you just go up to the studio and you're like all right we're gonna do these two things today but then like you get up there and you start playing like this little thing and joe's like hey man i like that keep doing it and then before you know it you're like building a track out of something you didn't even know you were going to do that day um that's where the real magic happens in, in my yeah. mind so I, I think that's like really accurate though I mean I think that whole environment's probably a lot better for the creative you know headspace and I've been I've been playing with the same band finally because like the whole idea of the motion when it first started was it was just like a rotating and it still is sometimes like a rotating thing of musicians sometimes you play as a duo or a trio 
and sometimes different people come in and guests and stuff and there's it's like a Gucci and friends thing. yeah and I know like two or three different drummers two or three different bass players so like if one guy can't make it I'll get somebody else to sub and that's okay. kind of yeah. what the always the motion was you know it was Gooch and the motion it was always changing so that was kind of the idea but now I've been playing with the same guys for like a little over a year and we're getting really tight and I think feel like the new album has more of a live sound and has like that cohesive yeah, sound so probably because it's so consistent it's yeah. been a lot like yeah like better you, it's, for it to sound, it's like, like uh because even our old stuff like it does like you come to our show live and even the old stuff sounds newer it just sounds livelier because we're like why did we play that beat like we should be playing this beat on it right. this would sound better and they just songs evolve which is cool which i'm like i'm sure when you saw the black keys they probably played some shit and just played it different it was like yeah oh, it was like, like okay we like playing it this way now like it sounds better we've kind of improved upon it yeah to Imp- make it more interesting improved too. or just to make it more fun for you yeah because you you don't want to hear the exact you know version from the record when you see a live band yeah, you want them to riff off a yeah you want kind of do their own thing make it you know make it special fun. for yeah. whatever show so, yeah, that's that. that's exciting though. So, are you? Do you have any more dates like lined up for next year? Uh, not right now. Like we've got this weekend, we're playing down in Atlantic City at this mm-hmm. place called the Anchor Rock Club. We're opening for the lead singer of Rusted Root. We're gonna do a little trio thing. That's gonna be cool. And then on December seventh, we'll be playing at the Auburn Road Winery, which is cool. like Gooch and Friends. It's gonna be me and my buddy Bob, who we always did the Reverb Brothers. Shout out to anybody who knows who that is. They probably don't, but. Um, Maybe some of my well, listeners do. I don't know. It's a pretty funny story I'll share with you since we're on a podcast. Um, Go ahead. So, so my old band, 61 North, we used to play a bunch of shows and bars and things like that. And this one show we had, our lead singer kind of forgot, I guess, or, or double booked something. So the bass player and I were like, what are we going to do? Should we just cancel? Or like, And he was like, well, I'll come down early before the show. And you and I will just throw together like some covers and we'll do some of our originals and uh, we'll we'll just try and make it through. So he comes down and we start like messing with stuff and we're like at that point we, we neither of us were really like lead singers or anything like that. So he goes, Well, if it sounds bad, we can just turn the reverb up and we just started like laughing, we're like, Yeah, hey, we'll be the reverb brothers. So like it was kind of a joke name. Yeah. Like, and I was like, Well, if anything sounds bad, we'll just make it real verby and make it sound real like uh old timey right know? just kind of mask it a little bit yeah and uh so we did that and here we are like years later we still do the reverb brothers gigs at like wineries and we just pop up at bars every once in a while and it's just like a, a nice release to go play covers play like yeah, wagon wheel out, and, right. you know like leonard skinner's songs and just songs people know and like to sing to and uh we might even throw in, even though I, I hate Christmas music, we might throw, like, there's a couple, is that, is that like, terrible that I hate No, I, I honestly do not like Christmas music. Let's pop off about that for a second, yeah, real quick, we, side tangent. We, yeah. Because I am so sick of people posting Christmas music, like, oh my god, blah, 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 blah. The, okay, the only, I, granted, I will say, the only Christmas music I've listened to in the past, like, four years since they came out is uh, Chance the Rapper and Jeremiah's <laughs> unwrapped Lil Mama Christmas album. They have two of them. Wow, are you they serious? I've never listened Chance to Chance and Jeremiah's, yeah, unwrapped. It's like Lil Mama and then there's the second one that came out the year after. It's like That's the unwrapped version. That's genius. And it's on SoundCloud. It's so good. You can only hear it on SoundCloud. I'm pretty sure it's not on like Spotify That's or anything. That's interesting. It's only on but, SoundCloud. Um, 
Yeah, because, I mean, because that's how Chance started, was only having, uh, he just recently put Acid Rap on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, that was I saw that. Summer. Um, so, yeah, it's only on SoundCloud, but I love it, and if you've never listened to it, <laughs> but you're a fan of Chance and you're a fan of Jeremiah, please check it out, because I, I think it it's out. one of the best Christmas albums, like, because it's just there's good, like, it's good music, but like, then it's, like, yeah. holiday-themed, and you're like, ooh, okay, like, I could get a little... You know, like spirited to this, like getting the Christmas vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. Um, I like it. And what else? I like Elvis Presley's um, "Blue Christmas" album. That's about it. Have a blue. Yeah, that's like one of the songs that we do. Even though Elvis Presley's like not the best dude, but he wasn't the best. Oh come on, he's the king. You don't like Elvis. He also like beat his wife. (laughs) Who doesn't? Come on. Oh relax. Whatever. (laughs) My wife beats me. It's it's a mutual thing. Okay. All right. We're not promoting. We're not promoting domestic abuse here. Oh yeah. Right. (laughs) Thank you. Um, No. (laughs) Not on this podcast. Well, it was a different time then, and you know. I mean. He was the king, and whatever. We all had. Anyway. Anyway. But I do like his Blue Christmas album. I have it on vinyl. I found it in a thrift store. There's just like there's certain. It's really nice. There's certain ones like you know that that i can fuck with but yeah. like for the most part christmas music annoys the yeah, shit out of me christmas real. movies well especially if you work in the service industry like you know that you just hear christmas you music know? all fucking day long no matter where you work like if you work in retail food service like whatever like you're hearing christmas music all day every day and it's the same songs over and over it. and over and over again yeah, it's, it's actually like if i had to like imagine a hell for myself yeah. like that's what i would imagine working retail listening to christmas music. yeah it's almost like, like an episode of black mirror yeah like sitting it's there and the same songs just over yeah. and over again so that's probably mostly why i hate christmas music because i've worked in so many different positions where like during christmas time especially like working at a bakery during christmas time like just oh, man, I constant constant yeah and uh god i don't but, know i'm not the biggest fan of christmas either it's yeah. just like okay well that's right. that's what i'm kind of a grinch about it that's honestly. what me and my girlfriend were talking about i was like you're not like really into christmas right she's like no i hate christmas i was like yeah me too yeah it's i mean i don't like, know i like hanging with my family stuff but right like, like it's, it's like nice to get together but stuff, like, yeah i was just thinking about that i was like i have uh, no idea what to get my family it's this like year. six weeks away right like yeah but crazy. it's like you gotta start thinking about it now because like ugh, god it's just we so just, much because then you gotta wrap we it we decided like, we were gonna get tattoos that's a good idea yeah. honestly we're like we'll just, let's pay for each other's tattoos no that's like that's like good a good like yeah that's something you want clearly and you know something that's not like materialistic really it's like sentimental yeah i don't know if i can buy anybody else a tattoo but that's what i'm gonna yeah right like for your your and i'm also on some shit where like uh like if i do have to get you a gift like everybody's getting one gift like like all these people like come over and like little kids and they like like my they nieces like and nephews gifts. like I'm not gonna buy my nieces and nephews multiple gifts because like they don't need it they're just gonna throw them in their closet yeah although it was funny like I guess it's just our society is like that now but it was like a year or two ago I went to this place Second and Charles and it's like a second hand bookstore and I found this like real nice first edition of some 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 really great book I forget which one it was it was some book that would have been that I was really excited to give to my niece and I put it in a bag with tissue paper and she opens it up and she pulls it out and she looks in the bag and she goes that's it 
And I was just oh like, oh, God. it was, it was adorable though. It was adorable. It wasn't yeah. her fault. Aww. She wasn't being spoiled. She just, that's all she knows. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you open she's a bag, only received, she's like, only ever received like six and things and in the bag. And yeah. like, and it just, I laughed. I was dying. I thought it was like, she looked, she was like, that's it. Well, I was like, yeah, yep, well, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I even like inscribed a little like, uh, you know, thing to her on the inside. Yeah. Hopefully I, she'll read this when I, she gets older. I think she'll appreciate it when she gets a little older. But, um... It's probably trashed under her bed somewhere. Yeah, well, that's all right. Yeah. She'll, so, she'll realize when she gets a little older. When's the, uh, when's the concert at your house we were talking about? Oh, so, yeah, plug, um, this yeah, plug pod... plug shit. Well, actually, this podcast... Or do you not want to plug that? No, this <laughs> podcast is going to be out... After, after the show happens. Oh, so, so how was how was the thing at your house, Sarah? Oh, um, you know, <laughs> it went really great. Went uh, <laughs> I hope. Um, but anyway, yeah, unplugged show at my house on the twenty first. This podcast will be out after the show happens, but uh, it should be a good night. That's cool. Though. I'm excited. I'm excited that people still do that though. Like, yeah, it's really cool. Rowan all has brought a lot of uh, community to the music scene in Glassboro, and I really. I'm, like, thankful I found this club because when I was at Albright, we had nothing like that. And, like, no no students who, like, wanted to take the initiative to do it. So, shout out to Lily and Gabby for... I wasn't even around when they formed this club, but uh, they're, they're really, like, some of the people who, like, spearheaded this club. And I think that's so dope. And they're just both boss women and, uh, who get stuff done. The other cool people are the Rowan After Hours people. Yeah. Like, I went and they had me host an open mic there and I was like, you know, I'm just thinking I'm going to host an open mic. There's going to be like some weirdos like playing guitar who aren't very good and just the normal open mic thing that we all like can envision in our head. It was awesome. There was like kids rapping and like they were oh, dancing. There was one kid who came and plugged his bass in, plugged his computer in, played Old Town Road and played, and played the, bass played over, bass top, over of top of it, <laughs> and the whole place went lit. Like everybody oh was God. like dancing. Old Town Road really did something to the culture. It I I don't did. know like what it is about that song, but everyone can vibe to that yep. song. Yeah, you Every can't help person. it. You're just like, like even okay. I was like, okay, yeah. like, mm-hmm. all right, I feel this. And everybody like, and with everybody dancing, like positive, good energy. I don't know. It gave me between the Maggie Rogers concert and that. I was like, all right, these kids are. You know, not as bad. Maybe we're on to something. Yeah, maybe you're on to something, and you're good. You guys can save the world from all the doom and gloom that's out there these days. I I don't know about all that, but we can try. But I think we should maybe wrap it up. It's getting a little lengthy. Hold on, we gotta wait 15 more seconds because then we're gonna hit the 30 minute mark. And once we hit the 30 minute mark, I'm gonna feel really good about that because we have just had a podcast for 30 minutes in five, four, three. (laughs) Two, <laughs> one marathon 30 minute podcast we did it all right so can we yeah. high five can we yeah high five? high five all right we got Thanks that sir. all right with no talking points established we just had a 30 minute conversation basically I don't even know what we said. <laughs> um this is all over the place but if you listen thank you for listening Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Gooch, for being on my podcast. You want to plug anything? Plug yeah, yourself? Yeah, go to goochinemotion.com or musicinmotionfoundation.org or just Google me, bitch. <laughs> Check me out on Google. Check me out on Google. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you made it this far, thank you for listening. We appreciate all of you. Yeah. Um, follow for the record underscore podcast on Instagram. 
Um, share it with your friends. Share it with your dog. I don't know. Your grandma. Whoever. Whoever is really close to Yo, you. Your grandmas love me. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I'm in that grandma demographic. And on that note, we're going to end it there. Okay. Signing off. Goodbye. Okay.